Blog Talk Radio. You got the shell, 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 shell.
mind, let your conscience be free and get down to the sounds of your PMG. Or you should keep quiet while the MC rap, but if you tired, then go take a nap. Or stay awake and watch the show I take, because right now, I'm about to shake and bend. The E-I-C-K is my name, my spell. Things to the clientele, yo, I rock well. I'm not an MC who talking all that junk about who can be who. Sound like a pump. I just get down and I go for mine. Stay check one, two, I run down the line. To the average MC. I'm known as the Terminator, funky beat maker, new Jack Terminator, destroying a ploy, when your rhymes are not void, never sweating your girl, why pig, she's a seasoid, when I'm on the scene, I always rock the spot, I grab the steel with the crown on top, in the beginning, I like to let my rhymes flow, and at 12, I press cruise control, sit back and relax, let my rhymes tax, maintain them seas while the doubly max, always calm under pressure, no need to act ill, listen when I tell you boy, you got some shit. Computer information on rap Like the BRZ Marcuses I make your toes tap I format the rhymes Step by step Make them sound deaf To maintain my rap Prepare to come off In case of a diss Don't worry about the thing Cause we can do I can turn the party out Just by standing still Make a lady scream and shout While the brothers like hell Take total control Of your body and soul Pack a nine in my pants When it's time to roll I'm the P-E-E-M-D-E-E And one thing I hate Is the white and the sea When I enter the party Suckers Always form a line, then they ease their way up and try to bite my lines. I did thousands of shows, dish many faces, to deal with New Jack on the one-to-one basis. But every now and then a sucker MC gets courageous, and like an epidemic it becomes contagious. But never the least, they all R.I.P. All those underwear means rest in peace, cause indeed. Stands for microphone doctor in the capital P, capital M, capital D, E, D's, no doubt the chief rocker. Don't like to get ill, but if I have to, I kill. So believe me, boy. You got the shit. Tell you what I'm saying, no there's no delaying Don't hesitate to motivate the crowd, I'm not playing Seeing is believing, you catch my drift Or try to enter that because I'm just too swift I'm so swift and that's a natural fact I'm like Zorro, I'm all E in your back I don't swing on no ropes or no iron cords The only weapon is my rapping sword Intimidating please with the tone of my vocal throne When I'm pushing on the microphone Cause I'm the funky rhyme maker MC on the paper, the one who likes to max and relax and when it's time, it's your digging smack. I keep the hands clapping, fingers snapping, feet tapping. When it's time to roll, Uzi Patrol is packing. The P of the mic's my only friend. And through the course of the party, I kill again and again. So if you're thinking about battling, you better come prepared. Come with your shield and your arm again. You got some shit.
Caught you looking for the same thing It's a new thing Check out this I bring Uh-oh, the rope below the level Cause I'm living low Next to the base Come on Turn up the radio They're claiming I'm a criminal But now I wonder how Some people never know The enemy could be the Frank Guardian I'm now a hooligan I rock the party and clear all the madness I'm not a racist priest to teach the all Cause they never had this Number one, never wanna run about the gun I wasn't licensed to have one The minute they see me, fear me I'm the epitome, a public enemy Use abuse without clues I refuse to blow a fuse They even had it on the news Don't believe the hype Was the start of my last jam, so here it is again, another death jam. But since I gave you all a little something that I knew you lacked, they still consider me a new jack. All the critics you can hang on my hold the rope, but they hope to the Pope and pray it ain't dope. The follow of Farrakhan, don't tell me that you understand until you hear the man. The book up the new school rap game, writers treat me like Coltrane, insane. Yes to them, but to me, I'm a different kind. We're brothers on the same mind, unblind, caught in the middle end, not surrendering. I don't rhyme for the sake of riddling. So claim that I'm a smuggler. Some say I never heard of ya. A rap burglar, false media. We don't need it, do we? It's fake, that's what it be to you, dig me? Yo, Terminator X, step up on the stand and show these people what time it is, boy. As an equal, can I get this through to you? My 98 booming with a trunk of funk. All the jealous punk can't stop the dunk. Coming from the school of hard knocks. Some perpetrate, they drink Clorox. Attack the black because I know they lack exact. The cold facts and still they try to Xerox. The leader of the new school, uncool. Never played the fool, just made the rules. Remember there's a need to get alarmed. Again, I said I was a time bomb. In the daytime, radio scared of me, cause I'm mad, plus I'm the enemy. They can't come on and play me in prime time, cause I know the time, so stop getting mine. I get on the mix late in the night, they know I'm living right, so here goes the mic sight. Before I let it go, don't rush my show, you try to reach and grab and get elbow. Words to hurt, yo, if you can't swing this, learn the words. You might sing this, just a little bit of the taste of the bass for you. As you get up and dance at the LQ, with some denied to fight, I swing bolos. Then they clear the lane, I go solo. The meaning of all of that, the media is the wax. As you believe it's true, it blows me through the roof. Suckers, liars, give me a shovel. Some writers I know are damn devils. From them I say don't believe the hype. Yo, Chuck, it must be on the pipe, right? Depends, depends, I said, cause I've had it. I'm not an addict, fiend, it for static. I see the tape recorder and I grab it. No, you can't have it back, silly rabbit. I'm going to my media assassin, Harry Allen. I gotta ask him. Yo, Harry, you're a writer, are we that tight? Don't believe the hype. Yeah, boy, part two, bum rush the show. Yo, Griff. Get the green, black, and 
can affect and I still will Rock the hard jam, treat it like a seminar Reach the bourgeois and rock a boulevard Some say I'm negative, but they're not positive What what I got to give? The media says this Red, Yo, black, and green that hype. They got to be You know what I mean? Type. You know what I'm saying? Yo, the megas got them going up to see Captain Kirk Like a jerk and they out of work Let me tell you all something, man A lot of people on daytime radio scared of us Because they too ignorant To understand the lyrics of the truth that we pumping Into them clouds, that brain cells That just fun under the wooden skulls They call caps, you know what I'm saying? But the s ones are straightening it out Quick, fast, in a hurry Don't worry, flavor vision ain't blurry You know what I'm saying? Don't terminate X Mayan Hotep, Grand Rising, and Better Love. You are listening to the Truth to Power show. I'm Beverly, and we have Thomas Tuckmo Smith with us tonight. And he's going to be looking at the current event, war and technology. How are you doing, Tuckmo? Can you hear me? Do you have your mic? Oh, I have myself muted. muted. Yeah, how are you doing, Good, good, excellent. Yes, so yes. There's a lot going on. Where, where are you going to start? <laughs> man, I tell people don't believe the hype, man. It's a lot of hype going mm-hmm. on. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Uh, I got Brother yeah. Bragg with me. Is he on the line at 708? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Okay, can you hear us, 708? Is your mute on? Yes, yes. Peace, peace. I'm here. Yeah, I was muted. I was okay. Muted. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Good to have you with us. Okay. Peace. How y'all doing tonight? Great, great. Great. Yeah, you know, this is my man, Brother Brad. I talk to Brother Brad all the time, and we usually disagree. <laughs> but uh, we had a great conversation, and uh, I think it's great to have an elder on so you get two perspectives, you know what I'm saying? I want to bring a young right. person too, so you get three perspectives, you know. But um, okay, yeah, um, uh, but yeah, um, that's another date. Um, so peace to you, brother Bragg. Um, All right, yeah, peace I guess to you I'll. Yeah, yeah, I guess I'll start with this um, this propaganda they keep put people on the news all day. Um, I mean, total insanity, and it's um costing them. A lot of views, a lot of problems. Um, did you know that um, they have a media blackout right now on mm-hmm. a Category 5 hurricane that hit Acapulco? No. Why they got Acapulco, a media blackout? They're not telling nobody about it? No, nothing said about it on the news at all. Mm-hmm. Right? Looks worse than, looks worse than Hawaii. Looks worse than mm-hmm. Hawaii did. Nothing left. I mean, they had big buildings and stuff. I mean, total skeletons of the building left. There ain't no more windows, nothing on them. Category 5 hurricane, Acapulco, which is a big city in Mexico, a place where a lot of Americans vacation, and they didn't even put it on the news. You know what I'm saying? So all they want you to focus on is Israel. 
Did you see the protest in New York today, Ben? No, I haven't really looked at anything today. Is, what was the protest about Israel or the immigrants? No, no, they was protesting Israel. They mm. was protesting um, Israel bombing um, Palestine and um, mm-hmm. calling Israel tyrants and all that stuff. You saw that, Brad? No, I mean, I, I, I couldn't take the news. I mean, they're killing me. It's too much. Uh, I, right. I okay. Yeah. Right. It's Israel and a dude who shot some people in Maine. He shot more people than I thought lived in Maine. I didn't even know that many people lived there. You know what right. I'm saying? He went to two different oh. locations, too. At first, they didn't say he had went to one location, then he went to another location. He was able to walk away from both locations, and now they don't know where he would disappear to. Wow. Wow. See? So we and have a... He's a in, he's in, uh, reservist in the, I believe he, they say the National Guard. They went to his house today, and they found a, a stash of weapons. Like, this guy was in a, a mental... He checked himself into a mental uh, hospital, a vet against the VA, and he was there for, I guess, 10 days or something. They were sending his insurance ran out, something to that nature. And he's not supposed to have weapons, but this guy got weapons. He got mad weapons. They went to his house. They've been sitting out there a couple of days. They weren't sure if he was in the house or that he had went to the woods, and uh, now they don't they don't have a clue to where he went, and that's that's fascinating to me. They can't they don't know where this guy is. Yeah, man, man, ain't nothing north of Maine but trees, so he could be anywhere in there. That's the thick woods, man, man. Oh, now. Think about that. That's what they keep on the news all day, but we had a Category 5 hurricane hit Mexico, and they don't put that on the news. I just find it fascinating. Um, Now, especially since they got so many Mexicans that live here now, especially, you know. Um, Now, check this out. From all the years of fake news, finally caught up to them. Um, Article is breaking far left. CNN officially closes its world headquarters in Atlanta after more than 35 years. So CNN is no yeah. longer headquartered in Atlanta. I read that. They couldn't pay the, yeah, they couldn't pay the rent no more, okay? Now, mind you, they got terrible ratings. Like, their primetime shows get less ratings than YouTube channels. You know what I'm saying? You got a YouTube channel that'll put on a show and within 24 hours, they had two, 300,000 people watch that little show they put on. And you have somebody in prime time on CNN, and they can't get 50,000 people to watch because everybody knows it's fake. Nothing real, you know what I'm saying? So just um, let's see what they do. They spread all their um, shows out between New York, L.A., and other places, you know. So we'll see how that whole thing goes for them. And this one here, Gallup poll finds record-breaking 39% of Americans don't trust the media in the slightest. Okay? I wonder what. Um, <laughs> I think it's higher little, than that. Yeah, well, it is. I'm, I'm going to read a little. I'm going to show you the numbers here. It's truly laborious task to keep track of a measurable quantity of lies in the mainstream propaganda machine has been saying since its very inception. Whatever is the half-truths, unfounded accusations based on circumstantial evidence, president, pres- persistent propaganda narratives, smear campaigns, 
demonetization of entire nations and ethnicities, etc., the corporate media of the political West are by far the most expensive and elaborate disinformation, misinformation, and malicious information operation in human history. And I can't say they couldn't have worded that any better. Okay? The latest data shows that 29% of Americans have not very much trust in the media. However, as previously mentioned, another 39% have none at all. So when you add those two numbers up, you get 68%, there. They either don't mm-hmm. trust it at all or they got very little trust in it, which means they lose, they lost their, they lost their um, um, credibility. And they lost it during Trump. I mean, everyone saw it. It was like, I guess, yeah. another day of this? It was like watching the soap mm-hmm. opera. You ever watch the soap opera? And you know, somebody to... be um, buried alive for like two years? You know what I'm saying? Like they stretch that thing out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is what you got. So, um, yeah. So once again, that this is the uh, other part of this I wanted to hit on. It says, um, it is interesting. Interestingly, the poll found a massive political divide when it comes to the trust in media narratives, namely approximately. 58% of Democrats trust the U.S. media, while only 11% of Republicans trust the U.S. media. So, I mean, they still holding on. Democrats still holding on man, to the trust in this media. I don't see how they can trust it now after they seen, uh, after they just saw Israel bomb hospitals, schools, mosques, and the media sitting there acting like because they were attacked by some terrorists, that's okay to do that. You know what I'm saying? Unbelievable, man. Um, so let's get into to Israel. You heard any news about Israel today? Anybody? What's going on over there? Only thing I, I heard, every time I look at that's why I, I can't look at them because all they talk about is, is wiping these people out. I never heard them use such language like that. Even during the Vietnam time, I never heard him talk about this completely eradicating Hamas. If they have to knock the whole Gaza Strip down, that's 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 quite a thing to say, man. Yeah, they're, they're blatant with these people are animals. They deserve. I mean, I haven't heard them talk about nobody like this, but niggas. I mean, it's just like they getting <laughs> the nigger treatment for real. You know. Yeah. Um, here it is. It's um, U.S. Israel versus the world. Israel ambassador calls for U.N. chief to resign over comments about 56-year occupation by U.S. and Israel. Okay, I mean, this you can't even make this up. The Israeli U.N. ambassador Gilad Edrin had strong words for the U.N. secretary Antonio Guterres. I think the Secretary General must resign, Edwin said. There's not two sides at this moment. There's only one side to support. Cohen said the two were referring to Gutierrez's speech at the U.N. Security Council earlier Tuesday in which the Secretary General said it was important to recognize the attacks by Hamas didn't happen in Iraq. The Palestinian people have been subjected to a 56-year suffocating occupation. 
U.S. and Israel continues to pretend no one notices that they have been funding and enacting the occupation over Palestinians for, two, for 56 years. Okay, so just keep that in mind. Finally, people are like, um, you're not playing blind to this anymore. You know what I'm saying? And um, the Jews have the nerve, the Israelis have the nerve to say that you got to you got to step down. You only can take outside. You can't take no other stuff. Like I could this is some high school stuff. Like you know, that's, if you're his friend, you can't be my friend. You know what I'm saying? Like unbelievable. Okay, another article here. Putin warns Gaza war to spread beyond the Middle East. On the same day that Hamas delegation met, made a rare visit to Moscow to discuss the crisis in Gaza. So Hamas went to Moscow to talk to Putin. Putin warned in his speech that this conflict has the potential to spread beyond the Middle East. And a Wednesday meeting at the Kremlin, who decried Israel's indiscriminate airstrikes on the Gaza Strip, which has killed over 7,000 people, mostly civilians, and half of them women and children, all dead. He said, our task, our main task is to stop the bloodshed and violence. Putin cited from an official transcript. Otherwise, further escalation of the crisis is fought with grave and extremely dangerous and destructive consequences that when Russia president emphasized, and not only in the Middle East region, it could spill over far beyond the borders of the Middle East. And the meeting involving the Russian religious leaders of different faiths and remarks to Putin blamed the West for the sowing seeds of the escalation and turning the blind eye to unprecedented risk of rates of civilian casualties in Gaza. Once again, quote Putin, launch a railway chaos and mutual hatred on only the Middle East, but also far beyond the borders. For this purpose, and among other things, they are trying to play the national and religious feeling of millions of people. He says certain unnamed forces are behind the broader destabilization campaign. Putin has in prior years condemned Washington's illegal occupation and sovereignty of the Syrian territory, as well as the Russian and U.S. convoys have occasionally come close to clashing in Syria over the last several years. Don't forget, remember that war in Syria that Obama started. Now, he made it clear, though he he thought Israel was wrong in keeping bombing, he thought Israel was wrong to keep bombing the Gaza Strip in retaliation for the slaughter and the hostage taking of the Israeli citizens, quoting Putin, it's also clear to us that innocent people should not be held responsible for the crime committed by others. The fight against terrorism cannot be conducted according to the notorious principles of collective responsibility. When old people, women, children, and entire families, hundreds of thousands of them, are left without shelter, food, water, electricity, and medical care. Okay? And, of course, an hour after he gave this speech, the United States started bombing Syria. I don't know if y'all saw that. The United States started striking in Syria um, from their warships now in the um, Mediterranean. And did y'all know this? Check this out. Mm-hmm. So the United States sends four aircraft yeah. carriers. Yeah. This is a this thousand jets. You know, 
only a, only like one or two countries got a 200 jet. They, they send the, put them all there, boom. Okay. Now, France sends their helicopter carrier there. What the hell y'all need to come there for too? UK is sending the aircraft carrier. Wait a minute, now, y'all need six cat. This is like, this is like, yo, you got a little, a little dude down the hall who ain't gonna fight you back, and you go get the six toughest dudes from the neighborhood to go beat them up. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you? Why would? What did you need all of this for to fight a hey, terrorist? It's a sure force. They trying to punk them. Now, I think that's a bad move because these boys, they on some religious stuff, man. When they start talking about jihad. Like, see, they, these people, they don't think like us. Like, they feel that if they get killed fighting for a religious, you know, belief, that they'll go straight to heaven and be surrounded by vestal virgins that they call oh 77 God. virgins, yeah. <laughs> they, they got a different different heaven than we got. If they die, they're going to go get served. <laughs> it's not funny, man, but it's true. So they come yeah, to the they not gonna get to heaven and have to look at a white man telling them, "Y'all I'm gonna open the gate for you." You know what I'm saying? They gonna get there, yeah. and um, hey, they got <laughs> they gonna have some words. That's the other one I was gonna read you about these assassins, the creed that started over there that that helped that, that went through all governments. This is where the Jesses get their credo from, the assassins from the old man in the mountain. And uh, I, I, I'll get to that, but I, I when I first spoke to you all the night, I wanted to just. Because Bev, Bev is always saying that positive stuff. I know y'all going to think it's corny, but just give me one second and let me spit this so we can go back to your conversation about Because that, that war is killing me. Man. I don't even like thinking about it. But check this out, man. We are from a light worker creed. I'm a light worker. I woke, I woke so that others may awaken. I learned so that others may also learn. I transformed so Wait, that oh, others Brad, may transform. Brad. Yes, sir. Right. Be clear. Be clear. What exactly are you reading so we know exactly what you're talking I'm reading, about? I'm reading the Light Worker Creed. It's called the Light Worker Creed. I wrote this down in uh, 2017. And uh, I don't know where I got it from, but I got it. And I, I thought it was pretty, pretty smooth. And so what it says, it says, I'm a light worker. And it starts off the Light Worker Creed. I am a light worker. I work so that others may wake me. I learn so that others may also learn. I transform so that others may transform. I lighten my load so that others may change theirs. I learn to see so that others may see as well. I forgive myself so that I may help others to forgive. I love myself so that I can bring out the love in others. I'm a light worker. I live to give comfort. I live to shine loving light out to others. I live to heal. I live to give hope. I live for the truth. I live for to love. Darkness tremble, for I'm a light worker. I thought that was pretty smooth, man. <laughs> Might be corny, but I thought it was smooth, man. That yeah, I'm cool, things, brother. Man. Yeah, I want to be a light worker myself here, brother. <laughs> for sure, <laughs> man. And look, I've got um, one more for you, and then I'm going to chill. Go ahead, bro. Uh, they, because everybody else is talking about indigenous, check this out. They equal, equal governors of the land. The fourth laws of Elohim, the executive branch, L, lawgiver, legislative branch. Here are the five Kushite Moorish names that ties Indians, Indigo, India, Indios, Indus, Black to sovereignty of America, El Bay, Day, Al, and Ali. These five names belong to the five civilized tribes. These tribes are El, Cherokee, Bay, Choctaw, Day, Seminole, 
Al Creek and Alevin, Ali, Chuck is Tickasaw. The name El means God, force, or power. They means ruler or lord of the land. They means knowledgeable. Ally means the same as El, but Al, goddess, is feminine. Ali means exalted, almost high. The five civilized tribes come together to form a union called the Iroquois Confederation. This confederation formed the Articles of Confederation, which formed the American government. The Articles of Confederation became the United States Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and the Articles of Association. These documents are called the Four Constitutions. And that's the end of that. I just wanted to run that, man, before I forgot about it, because you said you was going to get into some old stuff. That's some old stuff, man. Yeah, I heard that um, before. That's from the um, the Washita Merv. They used to spell it M U U R. I don't know. You, ever, you could probably find them old videos and stuff where they was dropping all that info for sure, brother. Uh, you had anything to say, Bev? No, I'm just listening. Okay. Um, and, so, and, I, and you know, it's it's like it's hard for me to look at at the uh news talking about the war because it's like if you meet if you know a person in your neighborhood and you know this person and that's all they do is lie. I mean it's evidently it's something <laughs> mm-hmm. wrong with them or they got agenda. Why you gonna sit there and listen to the you you be like, Oh, here come lying so and so you don't even pay attention <laughs> to what they saying. And that's how I do the news. I know they lie so I'm not even giving mm-hmm. them my energy. Yeah, I, I don't watch them either. I, I, you know, I get it from other sources. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, but um, warmongerer Joe Biden is now threatening China with war. Pledges military mm-hmm. action to defend the Philippines following the incident in the South China Sea. That's the name of the article. I think this is from Gateway Pundit. Uh, Joe Biden has recently declared the United States will go to war against China to defend the Philippines. This signifies escalation comes in the wake of incidents in which the Philippines Coast Guard ship and supply boats were rammed by Chinese vessels and disputed over the disputed Scarsborough Shoal area of the South China Sea. The incident occurred Sunday when Chinese Coast Guard vessels they named the name of the vessel, not important, engaged in dangerous blocking maneuvers leading to a collision with a Philippine indigenous resupply boat named whatever. Scarborough Shoal has been a long disputed territory between China and the Philippines. China increasing military assertiveness in the region has drawn international concern, but Biden's statement marks an unprecedented escalation. And here's what um, the court said. Just this past, quoting the corpse, just this past week, the People's Republic of China's vectors acted dangerously and unlawfully as our Philippine friends conducted routine resupply missions within their own exclusive economic zone in the South China Sea, said Biden. I want to be clear. I want to make this very clear. The United States defense commitment to the Philippines is ironclad. Any attack on Philippine vessels, aircraft, armed forces will invoke mutual defense treaty with the Philippines. Biden invoked the 1951 U.S.-Philippines Mutual Defense Treaty, an agreement that commits both the United States and Philippines to 
equally collectively defend external military aggression. So, I mean, when have we ever known these people to keep a treaty? Like, <laughs> honestly, you know what I'm saying? Why are you doing this now? Man, they've been fighting over this island for like 500 years. Let's them fight over their damn little island. There ain't nothing there but some doggone birds, you know what I'm saying? But, um, man, everything is heating up. I'm just trying to show how everything is coming together. You already know China has the six ships, as Dr. X was pointing out, the six ships, um, three in the Gulf of Aden and three in the Persian Gulf right now, and pretty much one in the United States, don't mess with Iran. And all of a sudden, France and UK are sending their aircraft carriers to the area, like, okay, what y'all going to do about it? You know, like, it's, it's starting to, to come together to what I keep saying has to happen before a reset, a war, a big war. Someone's going to come out to win them. Um, and lastly, I thought this was interesting. We could get into some of that history you was talking about right here, Brad, with the assassins and um, the crusades. Okay, um, this one is Tucker Carlson blasts Zelensky's or Orwellian war on, on Docible. Excuse me, let me say that again. Tucker Carlson blasts Zelensky's Orwellian war on Orthodox Christianity and West defense and silence. Okay? So, once again, a media blackout on this. A proposed new Ukrainian law which will ban the Ukrainian Orthodox Church from merely maintaining communion and ties with the Russian Orthodox Church based on based in Moscow is now poised to go in effect. This after the church's monasteries have already in some instances been subject to brutal raids by police and ultra national thugs, ultra nationalist thugs, which has been met with inter- international silence despite the egregious violations of religious freedoms. Bishops have been hauled before the courts. Priests have been thrown in jail. Monks and nuns have been thrown onto the streets. Okay, now, this right here is, um, this is the Christianity that the Catholics got Christianity. Okay, this was, this, these people were called Byzantine, Byzantine. How do you say that, Brad? Byzantine. Byzantine, okay. These people were the Byzantine Christians. They ran Christianity. They created it um, in Egypt, and they moved their whole empire into Anatolia, which is Constantinople or modern-day Turkey, and they created this Christianity, right? So these people have been there for a long time, you know, long, long time, right? And um, they lost the war that created the Muslim empire. So the Ottoman and all that, all that history is connected. Um, now, the Catholics and these people were one people. And you notice the Catholics is quiet. Um, surprised the Pope ain't saying something about this or, or one of their church clerics or whatever, because they usually couldn't type after all these years. They had what you call the, the Great Schism, and that's what split the church into Christian church into two. One was 
Christian church, the others was the Catholic church. And uh, as history went on, the Catholics were much more successful. The Christians lost some wars, and the Catholics didn't, and they went on to write the history. Um, but if you go to a Catholic school, they'll teach you to write history on this one, right? But uh, I found this to be interesting because they over there telling these people that arrested their priests and stuff because they have ties to the Russian Orthodox Church. After they lost the war to the Muslims, they had been to Russia. Russia protected them, you know. So that's where the Christian church went to, St. Basil, and, and they named St. Petersburg, Russia, second largest city, the Moscow, is named because of that. You know what I'm saying? It's a very Christian country. Um, but, um, Brad, what I want to ask you, you ever heard of a group of people called Mamelukes? Mamelukes, yeah. Well, those, those boys, that's a more uh, heritage, a religious heritage and whatnot, right? The Middle East, you're going to find, or, or over there where they, where they practice heavy Muslim religions, those boys, they're something else, man. I mean, as I go through these secret societies, like I was going to read you some, some stuff out of this uh, book that I, I, I go through, this uh, Secret Society and Subversive Movements by Nasha H. Webster. And uh, okay, they talk. We gonna talk get about, into that, but uh, I just want to know if you yeah, ever heard of these, these it, people it, called Mamelukes? If you're yeah, familiar right. with, and, and it, it, it's gonna all come together because you're talking about the Jews were to be won by speaking ill of Christians. And see, I'm telling you, this is out of secret societies, man. All of this stuff matches up. The Fatimites, the Druids, the Kelamites, man. It's a lot of these guys too, and this is the revolution against Islam. These boys been going at it for a long time, man. Oh, now, the, in particular, these people called Mamelukes. That that means slave soldiers. That that means slave soldiers, right? So they um they they went on from they were the Turkish the the Ottomans slave soldiers that they sent out to fight wars for them. And they were loyal to them. They would get them as little boys and train them to be killers, you know, straight killers. And these were like their best warriors, but they were slaves to them, right? So they would go and conquer places for the Turks. And, um, you know, whatever they conquered, they gave to the to the, to Sultan, you know what I'm saying? Because they were his slaves. He, he owned whatever they had, right? So um, they finally got smart and a small group of them went and took over Egypt, and they ruled over it for 300 years, from 1200 to 1500, when they were defeated by Muhammad Ali during the Crusades, right? Um, but they're called Mamelukes. These were slave soldiers. Um, I wasn't sure, because the Mamelukes today are the people that you call Palestinians. You understand? These are the Mamelukes. These, are, these people weren't ain't from there. You know, the... the, the if you look at the Palestinians, they don't look like Arabs. You know, they have a different look to them. And they're not from that area. They come from Turkey. They come from other places that the Turks conquered. And they, when they conquered you, they took all the little boys and they trained them to be killers, assassins. And they would send them out in these huge armies to go conquer other places for them when they became of age. You know what I'm saying? So when you talk about the assassins earlier, that's why I was trying to tie that in. You know what I mean? 
But go ahead and um read what you was gonna read, brother. And tell you what it is. man, you got me you got me back here looking at the jewelry. <laughs> I'll get to that in a minute though. Okay. I'm gonna start from here. And this is from um once again the Secret Societies and Subversive Movement movements by Nasta H. Webster. And uh Opinions are powers so long as they only focus the brain without arming the hand, skepticism and free thinking as long as they occupy only the minds of the indolent and physiological have caused the ruin of no throne for which purpose religious and political phantasm, I can't pronounce it, F-A-N-A-T-I-C-I-S-N, fanatical phantasm, I can't pronounce it though are the strongest levers in the hands of nations. It's nothing to the ambitious man what people believe, but it is everything to know how he may turn them for the execution of his projects. Thus, as the case of the French Revolution, whose first moves Ron Hammer also observes were the tools of leaders of secret societies. It is not mere theory, but the method of enlisting numerous dupes and placing weapons in their hands that brought about the terror of the assassins. Six centuries before that of their spiritual descendants, the Jacobians, in 1793, taking as his groundwork the organization of the Grand Lodge of Cairo, Hassan reduced the nine degrees to their original number of seven. But these now receive a definite nomenclature, as including not only real initiates but active agents, descending down with the degrees of the assassins were thus as follows. First, the Grand Master known as the Sheikah al-Jabal, or old man in the mountain, owing to the fact that other orders always precede itself of castles and mountains. Let me do that again. Orders always possessed itself of castles and mountains, and mountainous regions. Second, the Dali, Kibar, or Grand Pisos, P-R-I-O-R-S, Pisos. Third, the fully initiated Dias, D-A-I-S, religious non-cons, and political emissaries. Fourth, the RIFAs, R-A-F-I-Q-S, or associates in training for the higher degrees. Fifth, the fathers, F-A-D-A-I-S. I'm, I'm smelling this, so if I'm pronouncing it wrong, you can still get, get what I'm saying. The fathers or devoted, who undertook to deliver the secret blow on which the superiors had decided. Sixth, the Laskus, L-A-S-I-Q-U-S, or brothers, Laskus or law brothers. And lastly, the common people, who were to be simply blind instruments. If the equivalents of the words da, D-A-I, Ross, R-A-F-I-Q-S, and Fadis, F-A-D-A-I-S, given by Von Hammer and Dr. Burnell as Master Masons, fellow craftsmen, into the apprentice are accepted or interesting in analogy, if the degrees of Freemasonry provided, designs against religion were, of course, not admitted by the order. Strict uniformity to Islam was demanded from all lower-ranked uninitiated but the adept was taught to see through the deception of faith and works. He believed in nothing and recognized that all acts or means were diff- indifferent and secular, and alone to be considered. Thus the final object was domination by a few men consumed with the lust of power under the cloak of religion and piety, and the method by which this was to be accomplished was the wholesome assassination of those who opposed them in order to stimulate the energy of the fathers who were required to carry out these crimes the superiors of the order had resource to an ingenious system of delusion throughout the territory occupied by the assassins were exquisite gardens with fruit trees, bowers or roses, sparkling streams, hence were arranged luxuries 
luxurious resting places with Persian carpets and soft divans around which hovered black-eyed horrors bearing wine and gold, silver and drinking vessels, while soft music mingled with the mumbling water along the song of birds. The young men whom the assassins desired to train for a career of crime were introduced to the Grand Master of the Order as and intoxicated with hashish, hence the name Hassassin, applied to the sect from which the word assassin is derived. Under the brief spell of unconsciousness induced by the seductive drug, the perspective Fadi was then carried into the garden, where on awakening he believed himself to be in paradise. After enjoying all the delights, he was given a fresh dose of, of the opiate, and once more unconscious, was transported back to the presence of the Grand Master, who assured him that he had never left his side but had merely experienced a foretaste of the paradise that awaited him if he obeyed the orders of the chief of his chiefs. The neophyte thus spurred on by the belief that he was carrying out the commands of the prophet who would reward him with eternal bliss, eagerly entered into the schemes laid down for him and devoted his life to murder. Thus, by the law of paradise, the assassin enlisted instruments for their criminal work and established a system of organized murder on a basis of religious fervor. Nothing is true, all is alive, was the ground of their secret doctrine, which, however, being imparted to a few and concealed under the veil of the most austere religionism and piety, restrained the mind under the yoke of blind obedience. To the outside world, all this remained a profound mystery. But Delhi to Islam was proclaimed as the fundamental doctrine of the sect, and when the envoy to Sultan Sajjah was sent to collect information on the religious beliefs, of the order, he was met with an assurance. We believe in the unity of God and consider that only as true wisdom which accords with his word and the commands of the prophet. Von Hammer answering the possible contention that, as in the case of Templars and the Bavarian, at Bavarian Illuminati, these method, methods of deception might be declared as calumny, C-A-L, calumny, C-A-L-U-M-M-N-Y. On the order, points out that in the case of the assassins, no possible doubt existed for their secret doctrines were eventually revealed to the leaders themselves, first by Hassan II and third successor of Hassan Sabah, and later by Julal Andin Hassan, who publicly and and Thema Ma, I can't pronounce it, A N A T H E M A T I Z B and athemized, I can't pronounce it, the wonders of their sect, and ordered the, blurring, the burning of the books that contained their designs against religion, a proceeding which, however, appears to have been a strategical maneuver for restoring confidence in the order and enabling them to continue the work of subversion and crime. A veritable reign of terror was thus established throughout the East. The, the Rathics and the Fathers spread themselves in troops over the whole of Asia and darkened the face of the earth. And in the Annals of Assassins is found the chronological enumeration of celebrated men of all nations who have fallen the victims of Ishmaelites to the joy of their murders and sorrow of the world. Inevitably, this long and systematic indulgence in bloodlust reconciled on the heads of the leaders and the assassins like the terrorists of France ended by turning on each other. The old man of the mountain himself was murdered by his brother-in-law and his son Muhammad. Muhammad, in his turn, was aiming at the life of his son, Jayal Undine, was anticipated by him with poison, which, much, which murder was again avenged by poison so that from assassin the illuminator, 
down to the last of his line of grandmasters fell by the hands of necks of kin, and poison and the dagger prepared the grave, which the order had opened for so many. Finally, in 1250, the conquering hordes of Mangu Khan swept away the dynasty of the assassins. But although, although as reigning powers, the assassins and Fatimites ceased to exist, the sects in which they derived had continued up to the present day. Still, every year at the celebration of Muhammad, Morahan, and Silas beat their breasts and besprinkled themselves with blood, calling out aloud on martyred heroes Hassan and Hussein, the jewels of the Lebanon still await the return of Hakim, Hakim in the inscrutable east, the cradle of all mysteries, the profoundest European adept of secret society and trees, they find himself outdistanced by past masters in the art in which he believed himself proficient. The sect of Hassan Saba was a supreme model on which all systems organized murder working through fanaticism, such as the Cardoni and the Irish Republican Brotherhood, were based. And the signs and symbols and initiations of the Grand Lodge of Cairo formed groundwork for the great secret societies of Europe. How came this system to be transported to the West? By what channel did these ideas thus succeeding Eastern sects penetrate to the Christian world? In order to answer these questions, we must turn to the history of crusades. I'm going to stop right there. They got a lot of tongue twisted words in there. I can't pronounce them words. <laughs> yeah, you gotta speak their language to pronounce their names, man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go through the rest of these articles real quick, man. Um, so just um, um, you know, hold tight for a second. We got uh, Biden. That was a good article because now what you just read because the Mamelukes per se, right, they they weren't allowed to be Islamic, right, because it, it, it's against their religion to enslave another person from Islam, so they would purposely make them non-religious, you know what I mean? You know, so, yeah, that's, wow, you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, so, now this one, this one, you know, I think it's just a waste of time, right, with all that's going on that we just went through as far as this um, escalation of threats with China and, you know, all this stuff going on over in Israel. The Biden administration focuses on menthol cigarettes as the world burns, okay? You didn't say menthol cigarettes, did you? Yeah, they want to get rid of menthol cigarettes <laughs> and flavored cigars. So if you smoke a, a vanilla flavored cigar or whatever, you know what I'm saying, they they don't want no flavor. The very flavored cigar or whatever, they're going to ban both of those things, which um, they're being warned by the FDA um, that this is going to lead to massive bootlegging of these products coming in from Mexico and China. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, they already got bootleg Newports. You know, you can go to the store, you can get a real pack of Newports with the New York stamp, but you can get the bootleg Newports with the Virginia stamp on them. You know what I'm saying? Stamp from, like, 1982. You know? So, um, so this is what they wasting their time on. And if you remember, and I know you remember this, Bev, you too, Brad, Biden a few months ago, or maybe uh, two years ago, I say, he was trying to give people free crack pipes. You remember that? 
<laughs> he's giving out free crack pipes and stuff to people. But you being in cigarettes. Free needles, too. Free needles and crack pipes, but you want to be in cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? Now, check this out here. Hotels in Los Angeles replace striking American workers with illegal border forces. And that's what these people are here for, cheap labor. Okay, that's what they did this for. Some hotels in Los Angeles are apparently replacing striking American unionized workers with people who cross the border into America illegally. Talk about adding insult to injury. So do the people of Los Angeles still like the idea of being a sanctuary city? Do they like being replaced in this way? When Norvillas Vargas heard about a housekeeping work at a hotel near Los Angeles International Airport, she didn't hesitate to sign up. Vargas, 39, who migrated from Venezuela and entered the United States about three months ago seeking asylum, had been living with her husband and four children at the Union Rescue Mission, a homeless shelter on Skid Row, and needed the income. But when she arrived at the Four Point Sheridan on October 6th, Vargas said she was surprised to find a group of hotel employees picketing. Vargas is among those from Skid Row migrant population who have been recruited in recent weeks to work at unionized hotels in Santa Monica and near Los Angeles International Airport, where workers have gone on strike. In addition to the four points by the Sheridan Hotel, migrants were hired at the the, the Meridian Delfina Santa Monica in the Holiday Inn LAX, according to interviews with migrants employed by temporary work, employed as temporary workers and organizations with United Here Local 11. So they are actually getting these people to take jobs from people who are on a unionized strike. The point of having a unionized strike is to get them to, as he, you as a union chief, Brad, you want them to meet to what what you're trying to negotiate for. You know, we want more pay. We want better treatment. Meet us somewhere in the middle here, and while you're on strike, which will force them to have to make some moves, they hire people that aren't even citizens to come in that's how they and take their job. That's how, they, that's how they're killing them. You know what? That's why they, they, their wages are frozen in time. Like, their wages are not keeping up with the, the cost of living today, and that's where the problem lies. When You, you, you know, when you, when you flood this country with all of these people from different countries, that's when they kill the wage because these people, they just want to work. They don't care. As long as they got a steady job, they're going to get paid. Now, you being an American, you've been a place 10 years. You don't want to be at the same salary for 10 years. No. Nah. These boys $40 an hour back in the days. They're not making $40 an hour anymore. Once they start sending factories to Mexico, $5 an hour, a $40 hour job is now $5 an hour. Everything is free. Yeah. But it doesn't, now, it doesn't touch the top of the company, though. It doesn't touch the leaders. It only touches the, the, the working man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Bad, bad. Now, I can see why Mike might want to ban the tobacco, the cigarettes, and all, because the thing is the tobacco. The doctor did a research, uh, and he was saying that all of this, what they put in them, what is that, the NMR or whatever that they got out there in the 
vaccination and mm-hmm. shots or, and all this other stuff. Well, you know that um, COVID was dealing with, or the, or the shots was dealing with two snakes. We're dealing with venom poison. And so the doctor found out that tobacco is the one that get rid of it. And then here, so it makes sense why he wants mm-hmm. to ban and he said that the tobacco don't cause the cancer. He said that they put uh, strychnine or whatever you call that poison and sugar on the paper uh, of the yeah, cigarette. Mm-hmm. And that's what, yeah, and that's what caused the cancer, not the tobacco. So I could see him wanting to ban it because tobacco uh, can get rid of the poison that they poison and everybody with. Yeah, not you. You absolutely right. I remember doing articles about that. As recent as a few months ago, they said marijuana yeah. smokers are less susceptible to catch uh, COVID than people who don't smoke. And I said, "Wow, mm-hmm. you know, yeah." Um, but so yeah, but, I, I, but I'm suspect with that marijuana, especially the the government regulated one, because you don't know what they putting on it. But uh, if, you know. He just saying the the tobacco, so you dig the cigars, the cigarettes, without mm-hmm. them putting the chemicals on it, will be able to get rid of uh, this poison they're doing. Yeah, wow. Mm. I, 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 I didn't even think of that. You just put in a whole nother light. Go ahead, Brad. I got another one for y'all. I got two of them, matter of fact. The, 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 this, this is killing me, too. This is in the law. Uh, LGBTQ plus advocates challenge Tennessee's aggravated prostitution law. LGBTQ plus the civil rights advocates has filed a federal lawsuit challenging Tennessee's aggravated prostitution statute. The lawsuit argues that the law discriminates against HIV positive people and violates the Americans with Disabilities Act. Tennessee is the only state in the U.S. that imposes a lifetime registration as a violent sex offender for engaging in sex while working living with HIV. The challenge was filed by the American Civil Liberties Union and the Transgender Law Center on behalf of four plaintiffs in OUT Memphis, a nonprofit serving LGBTQ people. The lawsuit aims to address the stigma and hardships faced by individuals convicted under the law. Ain't that something? They they let prostitutes with HIV, but they, they, they outlawed it and they're being sued because they don't want prostitution. To, to, to be out there with HIV selling stuff to you, which I think is a good idea. It may, maybe it sounds bad. They're discriminating against people with HIV is what they're saying. Now, this other one is a former Trump ticket. Now, wait, Michael before Cohen you go to about, the next one, before you go to the next one, right, this was, yeah. you know, in Amsterdam, they got a red light district, right, where yeah, yeah. the girls are in, like, the window, <laughs> and you go up, and so they have to register at a a place, you know, every two or it might be thirty days. I think it's two or three months though. And they have to take an AIDS test, all the STD tests and all that stuff. And that becomes public record. So before you go to her, you could go look up and see, you know, they can't discriminate against people with HIV, but they can make it public record. You know what I'm saying? So you can go see, and a whole bunch of the chicks got it, but most people don't go look at the the log. You know what I'm saying? They don't go to that <laughs> registrar office. 
You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Go ahead, boy. That, that and, just made me think. Germany is weird like that. They, they, the Strauss, man, they got they got those houses all over the Germany. You walk in, they got women they're sitting in, like, little booths on a bed. You walk in, you pull the curtain back, look at the girls if you want to deal with them. And if you don't, you just keep, you know, we were young then. I was, like, 18. We used to go through there sometimes just looking. Just, hey, let's go up here. Oh, man. The same thing in Franklin. I didn't go to Amsterdam, but I went to Franklin. They got the same thing in Franklin. They got these girls, and they're in windows up there, all down there. They're just sitting in the windows. Almost like 42nd used to be something like that, man, when, when I was young, when I was like 13 and 14. 42nd Street was the same way. They had all kind of strip clubs, the women being there, scattered clan, you know, dressed with almost nothing, top, usually topless. Same thing on the streets when I was young, down by uh, – the garden they had back there, around, man, they had women, man, walking out around there naked just about on the street, selling themselves. Okay, back to the thing I had. I was talking about Trump with Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen, once an attorney working for former President Donald Trump, testified against his former employee yesterday during a civil fraud trial, stemming from a lawsuit brought by New York Attorney General Lolita Dance, with Mr. Trump making an appearance in the courtroom. Mr. Cohen testified that former president had ordered him and others to increase how they valued his assets, to deliver him a desired network. Net, network. He would look at the total assets and he would say, "I'm not worth for 4.5 billion. I'm really worth more like six billion." Mr. Cohen said, "Often, example of the type of talks he would have with Mr. Trump about preparing the statements." Throughout his testimony, Mr. Trump sat with his arms crossed, face displaying the same expression he had shown throughout the proceedings. The testimony is first during the trial. Um, the testimony is the first during the trial to clearly attribute fraudulent behavior to Mr. Trump. It appeared to align with the Attorney General's contention that company executives intended to commit legal acts as they carried out a pattern of fraud between 2011 and 2021. Mr. Trump's lawyers say his financial statements were materially accurate and that he included disclaimers in, in them cautioning banks not to necessarily rely on his valuation methods and estimates. They also say that the lenders profited from his businesses and that he never defaulted on loans in question. I just thought that was an interesting idea. And you know that they're on Tesla again. You know, yeah, Tesla in a, in a trademark in a trademark case too about that autopilot, right? Oh yeah, I see a few cases, man. That's gonna that's gonna keep happening. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's it's not gonna work perfectly until they being driving. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, hey, look, a computer's never gonna do what a man can do. It might do some things better, but when it comes to driving cars, people are kind of people are kind of erratic when they're driving. Anything could happen. Somebody might be on their phone looking at their cell phone. And that, mm-hmm. that, that computer car is not going to be ready to react like, you know, yeah, it's, a, it's exactly. a machine. It's a machine. Yeah, so that, that's why they have to get some mass adoption of it before it's going to work effectively. But they get in there, got, man. It's, it's, uh, they got a it's, nice it's not going to come from, it's not gonna come from, uh, uh, from you. You know, they're they trying to get your grandkids, man. They ain't worried about you. You gonna you gonna live your life with a gas car, man. You gonna be fine, man. <laughs> your, kid, your grandkids, I, I, that's all I'm saying. I don't oh. have it any other way, man. I don't want no machine driving me around. Just imagine you on a train, like you ride the subway. Just imagine you on a train, 
and uh, the machine is driving your train, and something's up there, or suddenly, out of nowhere, pops on the right away. That machine is not going to react like a man is going to react. The man going to think Boston, have to try to Boston, use Flintstone bricks to stop that train. <laughs> Boston subway doesn't have any drivers. I mean, they drive themselves. And Boston. I wonder how many mishaps they have. People jumping in front of the train. That's a, that's a, that's a real And a lot of the truckers are complaining because they also are trying out the driverless uh, truck 18 wheelers, too. Yeah, that's and way too much. The batteries make them way too much, and they have they have a lot of downtime because of the way they they making them operate those trucks too. It's taking them almost double the time to get to their their loads. You know, they they can only drive for eleven hours, five hundred miles yeah. in eleven hours, I believe it is. The the electric trucks ain't really made for people. You know, what I'm saying they're gonna get there. People gotta get them first, but you know, they they not made to have somebody driving. They need to drive themselves and charge themselves and keep it going without nobody interrupting it, you know, and just keep going 24-7, you know, until it's about to need a charge, pull over, charge yourself, you know, keep going, boom, no driver. That's the ultimate How how long do you think it's going to take to charge that that massive 18-wheeler? With batteries that weigh eighteen thousand pounds, how long do you think it's going to take to charge that bug up? It's going to take some time, man. I think the Tesla charge truck charging four hours, four hours, and they trying to get it to three, but they saying four yeah. hours is the the time that you're supposed to stop driving after doing a certain amount of miles anyway. So yeah. they pretty much trying to make it so you charge it while you rest it. But like I said, it ain't for people, man. And those, so, um, so the batteries. The batteries aren't the really the, on the way. for the trucks. They're going for something else for the trucks. They use a song called uh, hydrogen. And uh, hydrogen is going to be for trucks. Um, a lot of trains, they're going to try to run off of hydrogen, too, instead of gasoline. But that's the move they're trying to get to, the hydrogen-ran trucks, because hydrogen is lighter than, than gasoline, you know what I'm saying? And you can put, I think, look up this company. Um, They're they not doing too good on the stock exchange. They call it Nikola, N-I-K-O-L-A. And they got these hydrogen trucks, and you can see them testing them. They got like four tankers on them. It goes 1,500 miles. And then all you do is go to the gas station and they swap out the tanks. So you don't take no time, you know what I'm saying? You, you just, they take those tanks, refill them, swap them out for new tanks, and you keep going. Um, and that's where they're trying to go for, for the, the trucks. For the cars, they, the hydrogen is too low performance for cars right now. Like, you'll, it'll take you 10 seconds to go to 60 miles an hour. It's, it's too slow for that, but for trucks. It'll be perfect, you know what I'm saying? So that's where they're going. Isn't, it, it, isn't hydrogen, what, what do they put in balloons to make the balloons float? Helium. Helium, okay. Helium, yeah, yeah, that's something different. Hydrogen is the most abundant um, gas in our air, right? So what you do to make hydrogen is 
you can make it a lot of ways. You can take it directly from the air. So it's the water molecule, because water molecule is hydrogen, oxygen, too. So they split the water molecule, and that's how it works in the engine. So when the, when the, it releases the hydrogen, the natural air causes water. So all you're going to see behind the truck is a trail of water, because the engine is being powered by that that effect that makes it into a gas. You get what I'm saying? It's going to happen. I'm going to think two guys made, made cars that ran off of hydrogen, I believe, and both of them guys came up missing. Yeah, if you could get They're them both. to go fast, you're good to go. They got one company called Hyperion, H-Y-P-E-R-I-O-N. And they, they is, I think it's called the Hyperion 1. And it's it's the fastest hydrogen car. It's, it's it's like Lamborghini fast. It's super fast. But it burns the hydrogen so fast trying to reach that level of speed. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, it's being it's being um it's coming from the the what do you call when two things change? Like ice like water turns into ice. It, it's a chemical reaction. That chemical reaction of the hydrogen hitting the oxygen, the water, that formation of the water is energy. And they harness that energy that powers the, the vehicle, right? Um, but this other company, right, it is banned in the U.S., but the guys on um, the show called Monroe, M-U-N-R-O on YouTube, and he has this, um, what he does is, being that you can't control that, that interaction, he figured out a way to do it, where he takes all the hydrogen molecules, he takes film, like camera film, he gives it a negative charge, then puts it into a a a room full of positive charged hydrogen, and it sticks to the film paper, and he puts the film paper in the canister. So now, when he shines a light into that canister, it releases the hydrogen he can just make the light stronger, it'll release more. If he makes it dimmer, it releases less. So he's able to control it and bite and bend it. They said, oh, no, we can't let this get out. You know what I'm saying? They want, they, the government came and said they want to research it and, you know, da-da-da-da. But, you know, it, it works. So he's trying to get it pushed through. But, um, yeah, you ever heard of Hooverville? Nah, nah, not right offhand. Uh, you ever heard of the word ever, Hooverville? I know you you're not you're not quite this old. <laughs> you ever heard of that before, Bad Hooverville? No, I haven't heard of that. Uh-uh. All right, what, what so is Hoover is the, the name of this article is Hooverville Reincarnated. New York Mayor Eric Eric Adams is handing out free tents for illegal migrant immigrants in city parks to camp in city parks. Mayor Adams, alongside other New York officials, has been in talks of potentially setting up encampments in public parks all throughout New York City and surrounding areas. Currently, the city has over 65,000 people being housed. This ain't counting the people that's already sleeping on the street. But that number is survived and will leave thousands in the streets without housing. The talks of handing out three tents and creating Encampments in New York parks are very similar to the previous history of Hooverville and Central Park. In the 1930s, during the Great Depression, New York City Central Park was taken over by unemployed workers who built a shanty town 
out of leftover scrap metal, cardboard, and wood. These various shanty towns stretched out in several U.S. cities. They were called Hoovervilles due to the American belief that President Herbert Hoover caused the Great Depression. Okay, so, um, man, you got some pictures of this shit. Yo, they got tents all throughout Central Park. The biggest one was in Seattle, though. They, and they were all over. They had one in Detroit. They had one in Chicago. Look them up. Hooverville. Brother, can you spare a um, dime? <laughs> that was the slogan. Yeah, back man. Brother, can you spare a dime? <laughs> it says, currently, Adams is in place, has put in place a policy that requires migrants to leave their free housing after 30 days and 60 days for families to have kids. So that's why they're doing this now, right? Because they can't. Chicago, I mean, New York don't get cold in the winter no more. Are they crazy? Yo, they're going to kill these people. I can't wait to see. Man, so they're going to kill them people in that cold. <laughs> they gave them, yo, they giving them some regular tents, too. they not giving them oh those. <laughs> yo. Look, hey, the trees going to catch a problem. They're going to have to burn something to heat themselves up. And if there's any trees, yo, this is going to be a disaster, yo. This is going to be a and they could go to any city park, right? That's the plan. Any city park oh is a is a place where you could camp for free until they could fix this situation. You like, think that's you why they, that's why your government's trying to disarm all Americans? Do you think that's the reason? It's got something to do with it. they got they because see these people plan things way in advance. Like this got to be a plan because they got more people coming through the border right now while they over there messing around in the Mediterranean over with Israel. They got people flooding our borders right now. Matter of fact, the day, these days are record days for how many people are coming in. And they, they can't take care of all these people. People be sleeping in your backyard, sleeping in the, in the hallway in your building, if the door's open. Beyond ridiculous, bro. Beyond ridiculous, man. And trust me, we don't know who these people are, right? You're putting them in city parks. The kids' playground and stuff is still there. You, you might have let pedophiles in this, this country. You might have let, no, they let deviants. Not might. They have. Mentally ill people, right? I know. They let, they emptied out <laughs> their prisons and stuff. Sent them here. Now you telling us that they could go to... We already know Central Park has a history of people. Come on, man. This is going to be... Mm-hmm. A zoo. Come on. Yo, it's going to be... The, yo, they really going to make, make it into the jungle. Survival of the fittest, man. Yo. I hate to even think that oh. kind of stuff, man. Now, let me get back a couple more articles here. We're going to, um, then we can open the lines, Beth. I don't know if there's anybody there. Oh, dozens of states sue Meta for sp- sparking youth mental health crisis. Y'all know who Meta <laughs> is, right? Yeah, that's Facebook. That's, um, Meta. that's Facebook. They remember they changed their name to Meta and they came out with oh, the black. Oh, okay. Yeah, so check out the name here. <laughs> Attorney, New York Attorney General Latia James and a bipartisan coalition of 32 attorneys general sued Meta Platforms in its Instagram unit on Tuesday in federal court accusing the social, social media company for contributing to mental health crisis plaguing young people. And a lawsuit filed in, dis, in District of Columbia I mean, a district court for the Northern District of California, the 33 attorney generals alleged Meta intentionally designed and developed addictive features on Facebook, Instagram for children and teens. 
It said the social media company has collected data on children under 13 without notifying parents or obtaining parental consent if this is a breach of federal law. They allege algorithms that are designed to to recommend content to keep users on the platform longer and encourage compulsive use. Likes and social media comparisons feature known by Meta to harm young users. They keep it on there. Incessant alerts meant to induce young users return to Meta platforms constantly, even while at school and through the night. We know they do that. Visual filter features known to promote young users' body dysmorphia. Oh, yeah, you can hit the feature and you look like a supermodel. Oh, yeah, everything is perfect, but that ain't how you look in real life. Content presentation formats such as Infinite Scroll designed to discourage young users' attempt to self-regulate and disengage with meta products. Yeah, we, we've been saying how long this stuff is addictive, Dad. <laughs> You know, how many shows have we done on social media is addictive? We're just suing them now. Um, several studies, right. including Meta's very own research, show that there's links between young people, young people's use of Meta platforms and psychological and physical harm, including depression, anxiety, insomnia, interference with education and daily life, and many other negative outcomes. While Meta has publicly denied and downplayed these harmful effects, it can not credibly plead ignorance. Meta's own internal research documents show awareness that its people that its products harm young users. Indeed, internal studies that Meta com- commissioned and kept private until they were leaked by whistleblowers and publicly recorded reveal Meta has known about this for years. These serious harms associated with young people's user time spent on platforms. In a recent study by Gallup finds the average time spent on social media for 13-year-olds ranged from as low as 4.1 hours per day to as high as 5.8 hours per day to 17-year-olds. So if you're 13, you're on there 4.1 hours a day. And if you're 17, you're on there 5.8 hours a day. Girls spent nearly an hour more on social media than boys. 5.3 5.3 if they're a girl, if they're 14. Can you, I mean, I thought who, who, who was that, who was that by? What tape is that by? Zero Head. Okay, I got Wall Street Journal with the same thing right here. I was. I wasn't going to go to that one, but I got Wall Street Journal with the same article right here. They say yeah, more than 40 or final. Yeah. Hey, but, but look, I just a thing just flashed over my phone. The cat who killed those eighteen people, they found them dead. It was just a quick flash. So I didn't get the particulars on that. So what? They said they found them dead. Yeah. Yeah. So just to show, man, these companies—they know this stuff is addictive, man. And those filters that, you know, you could take someone who who's seventy years old, and when they look in the camera. They look back like when they were 24 years old again. And then you can use that face to go meet people. <laughs> like, you're really that person, you know. And you, you could be a, a – and it's so addictive to young females who they they look a certain way. They have these – already they're impressionable. They're, they're self-um, 
They don't have the self-confidence all the time. They want things fixed to look like their favorite stars. So you can get the app and fix your nose and fix your lips and fix your cheeks. And now, oh, you just fall in love with this image of yourself that's not really you. And then you go online and live your life online as this beautiful version of yourself. But in the real world, you're depressed. You're not even trying to do better for yourself because you're living that life online. It's, it's sickening. And they just saying they found this stuff out, you know? And it's no different than makeup, man. Kids, some, some of these females without their makeup. <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. That oh, is my true. goodness. And look, and don't yeah, forget man. television. Television is the same thing as these social media. They, they indoctrinate you on this TV. All this violence that's generated in our, in our society comes basically from the television. Back in the old days, they had different shows. The shows now are usually violent in nature, whether it be police shows or, or uh, law, 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 law shows. It's all got violence in it. All of us got so much violence in it. Yeah. Over into the yeah. society. Yeah. But that's the now, program. Is, that's why they call them programs. Yeah. In the television, programming in television. This one here goes to the unbelievable. The worst children's health bill ever. Okay, out of New York, this Assembly Bill A6761, passed by Kareem Reyes of the Bronx. Children of any age could be, could be given drugs, including psychiatric <laughs> drugs, vaccines, dental procedures, hospitalization, surgery without parental knowledge, consent, and it allows medical Medicaid funds to pay for everything that is done to the child without the parents knowing. Okay? It's called That's Bill A6761. Okay. Eight six seven uh, six one. What kind of what is it? B, B no, no, this is, that's the name of it. It's called A six seven six one. This is this passed in New York. A six seven six one. And the name the title of the article is The Worst Children's Health Bill Ever. Okay. It says A seven six one is about allowing trans surgery and medical procedures for all children. The bill goes as far as trans procedures. If A761 passes any time a child, um, child is at the health clinic, at a health fair, or any other place where they interact with a medical service, procedures can be done without the parents knowing or having consent or being able to sue about it. So they take all the power away from the parents, you know what I'm saying, well, and giving it. And it's the Democrats. They took giving it to the, 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 the parents. The parent never, the parent never really had power. They, it was an illusion they had power. Now they just the let them be out in the open. Now check how they did. They the bill, always right? they started. They started this Go bill ahead. two years ago. Same bill, same verbiage. But it was for children who were um, runaways. If you ran away from home, you can do this, right? If you're living in a shelter, if you're, you know, and, and they will say, oh, I was kicked out because I'm gay and I feel like I'm a boy, so they'll do the surgery for you, you know, if you, if you had. But now it goes to anybody, 
any any kid can go and just say, I want this done, and if they do it, part of the the state. Or, or that's off the birth certificate. The state is, is claiming that, that they're under the, the children are under their care. The parents gave the children to the state. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that's how come the state could come and take your children. Don't 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 have no water in your home and let them find out. They come out there and take them. You don't have no say, so you got to fight in court to get them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or somebody uh, lie and say you don't got no water in your right. house. And they'll well, come to look and find them. something else wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you might have just lit a joint. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. These three articles here, they all go into each other. This is something that I think is disgusting in our country where we're supposed to have freedom of speech and we're supposed to have institutions of civil discourse for young people. So here, this first article, just blocks from the White House, students protest praise for genocidal slaughter of Jews in Israel by Hamas onto George Washington University building endowed by Jewish families. Now, see how they word that? And these kids didn't do that. But what they did on the side of the building, well, here, on Tuesday night, a group of students at George Washington University in Washington, D.C., located five blocks from the White House, projected messages praising the recent genocidal massacre of 1,400 Jews in Israel by Palestinians from Hamas-controlled Gaza onto the school's Gilman building. A Jewish student posted online that he was harassed and called dirty, disgusting, uneducated Jew by demonstrators. Morning, they really got at you, bro. You know, you could have been called much worse if it was some black people. You know what I'm saying? The messages projected included glory to our martyrs, free Palestine from the river to the sea, disinvest from Zionist genocide now. George Washington, the blood of the Palestinians is on your hands. Your tuition is funding genocide in Gaza. 5,000 Palestinians were murdered by Israel the last two weeks. And lastly, President Granberg is complicit in genocide of Gaza. That was that was so bad that they put that there that they had to get arrested by the police? Because they had the audacity to offend some people with putting some words on the side of the building that wasn't even permanent, wasn't even like they went and did graffiti. So um, you got kids at Washington D.C. George put preeminent college in the world. Mobile billboards at Columbia University show names and faces of students allegedly linked to anti-Israel statements. So Columbia, this is Ivy League. This is top tier. New York City, the liberal bastion of the world. These kids had the audacity to have a protest on campus about the genocide of the people in Palestine. They went, found all of them, put their names and faces on billboards throughout the city, calling them anti-Semites. Like they can get a job now. Last article, names and faces of Harvard students linked to anti-Israel statements were plastered on mobile billboards and online sites. Once again, 
Columbia, Harvard, George Washington. Washington, Boston, and New York. I mean, how much more liberal can you get? Right? They're supposed to be with everything. But, no, you can't say nothing about these people. And not even saying they're not praying. All of these people condemned the acts of Hamas, but they are talking about the response to the initial attack is far exceeding the initial attack. You get what I'm saying? It's, but they can't say that. So you're going to ruin these young people who come from some of the elite families, I'm sure. I hope this all plays out in court because this is First Amendment infringement 101. Those people should be arrested whoever posted their pictures on billboards and stuff. These are children. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, that kind of pissed me off. Um, Oh, y'all got anything to say about that? Because I think that that's permanent. The kids in college can't disagree with each other anymore hey, without getting punished. We becoming a communist country. We becoming a communist exactly. country, man. Just like, just exactly. like China, man. Slowly. We're on the same, yeah. on the same move. You can't even take. You can't even tell jokes no more like they used to, man. They have to watch what they say. And they're going, and they're going after a lot of people in the university. They go in after Dave Chappelle for the same thing. He people yeah, walked out from the show and they they yeah. talking about oh he's an anti Semite and he's anti gay already and he should just be canceled and it's like God damn bro like could they have taken Eddie Murphy you know with the uh, you know uh, you ever been to to San Francisco San Francisco so gay they got gay gay police officers. Yeah, they don't even got sirens. They just got a gay dude who's still in the car, like, woo, woo, woo. Like, he couldn't say that joke today. He, he'll be canceled today for saying that joke. But that's funny. Like, it ain't no unbelievable, man. Unbelievable, unbelievable. And all. Uh, no, we become a communist society, man. So I believe everybody yo, pay attention. Yes, yes, man. Unbelievable, man. And we could cap off this section right here. This I got three little tech articles. Nothing big, nothing wordy. Um, but very interesting. I didn't want to go too tech because there's too much happening. Uh, and I've been waiting for Israel to unleash that technology. I know they're about to unleash in them tunnels. But I've been waiting to see it on the dark web. I ain't see it yet. They still being, they haven't been green lighted. Um, e-paper. Y'all know what e-paper is? No, I mean, you know what e-paper is, Bev? E-paper is something like email, something electronic or digital. Yeah, so e-paper is like a. You ever seen a, a Amazon Kindle? Yeah, I had Kindle. That's e-paper. That that's in the Kindle. Oh, okay. That's what they call e-paper. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not. It's not exactly like a LCD screen, like within an iPhone. You know, it's a little different. You know, it's called e-paper. You know, it takes very low light. It's real good. I'm talking about the Kindle that you only read in, not the Fire that's trying to be like an iPad. Okay. I'm talking about the, the okay. reading Kindle, right? So, okay. um, e-paper. Yeah. E-paper license place now street legal in California. Man, this is off the chain. Now, if y'all could, if y'all really want to be blown away, go to e-paper BMW, and you'll see how they made a whole the whole outside 
um, paint job of the BMW is made out of e-paper, and it could change to any color you want it to. You could change the red, green, purple, red. You could have this panel red, that, that, that side green. Cops will never catch you. It's awesome. But either way, Ooh. e-paper lights in place now, street legal in California. Dynamic displays could identify a stolen vehicle, disabled passenger, or car in self-driving mode. I know y'all don't want to hear that one. The Kindle of license plates, revivers, connected digital R plates to to legal for use in California car owners following a 10,000 car pilot that started in 2018. The California Motor Vehicle digital number of plates that California Governor Gavin Newsom signed this month authorizes digital replacement for conventional license plates, tickets, tabs, and registration cards, including the first-to-market Reviver product. The Reviver is the license plate. Outside of California, the device has been approved has, um, the device has been approved for use in commercial fleets in Michigan, Arizona and Texas, in 10 additional states where they're considering the authorization. The battery-operated R plate for consumers currently sells as a subscription service for $19.99 per month, 48 months. A hardwired version for commercial vehicles sells for $24.95 a month. They don't found out a way to get you to pay monthly for license plates. Right. These people are geniuses, man. They are geniuses, you know. Oh, my God. Why didn't I think of this, man? Yeah. Hey, the president is going to do... They got, you you got to have a right to travel, man. So what you going to do? They, they, right. they might saying. try they that. Got you. It's they not going to work. Man. No, they don't. They this? don't have you. You don't need that. You don't need that place. Nope. No, no. They, this ain't for us. They got the kids. They going to want... I'm going to keep reading. Check it out. This year, auto dealers and Californians will be able to go beyond personalized license plate frames to sell Kindleized license plates, in which the entire plate can display custom text and graphics using e-paper technology. These displays can be updated remotely, with such updates replacing little date stickers and can be reapplied each year with registration as renewed. And when the car is stopped, drivers will be able to reduce the license plate numbers to a small window to use at to use the rest of the screen for different graphics. Oh, they're going to love this, man. Y'all not thinking like like, like capitalism. <laughs> capitalism. Revival Auto is making the so-called R-plates, and they aren't cheap. The R-plates are listed at $700. And then, of course, you got the 1995 subscription. and the Oh, man, I wish I would have thought of this. The company is initially focused on marketing them to fleet managers who are expected to use the displays for advertising messages. Oh man, come on, you could adver- you're gonna make so much money with this right here. <laughs> how much advertising you gonna do? You Why know you sitting at the stop at the red light you advertising to the people behind you. Yo, I got I got twenties <laughs> of you know oh man, come on. All right, so you're gonna use the plate for paying for tolls and parking. Identify cars as legal for traveling in high occupancy vehicle lanes, replacing special hand tags and license plates for people with disabilities. So you don't even need to have a disability tag no more. This this thing will let you know that that person is disabled. Helping Uber drivers find passengers by displaying the passenger's name, indicating the car is in autonomous mode back to the self driving. 
Display QR codes that could work with the app for keyless entry. Huh. Now, if y'all ever seen this thing called Zipcar, right? Because my wife has this, right? So we need a car. We need to just go shopping for a few hours. We could rent the Zipcar for five hours. It'd be like $13 an hour or whatever. It depends on the rate of the hour, time of the day you get it. So they'll say, oh, go pick the car from here. So we go there. And she has to hold her phone over the, the the sticker or the door, and it unlocks the car. Boop. So now we can get in. And then you got to hold your key here and hold the key there. And then it, I mean, it's, it's all kinds of stuff. But this, this plate will provide the QR code now that allows you to unlock the car. Man, they're going to be stealing cars <laughs> like crazy in New Jersey. So celebrating holidays with greetings and like happy Father's Day and happy birthday and Merry Christmas. Man, this is going to sell like hotcakes, man. So <laughs> one of the earliest adapters will be the city of Sacramento, who is putting this on all police cars and fire trucks. And it will display Amber Alerts on cars as well. So, um, you know, there we go. Okay. Now, if y'all didn't like that, because I know y'all hate the tech one, man, this one here blew my mind. Taste testers survive a verdict on Coca-Cola's new AI-generated recipe. They then let the AI create a Coca-Cola recipe. Washington, D.C., a new Coca-Cola concoction created using artificial intelligence stunt taste testers at the nation's capital as they tried to figure out the futuristic flavor. With some praise in the pop, while others let their criticism out the can. I think AI-generated Coke is better than humans tried improving Coca-Cola. Emmanuel told Fox News that someone in that something in it that makes me want to start drinking Coca-Cola. Hmm. What did the AI put in it? Another taste tester, Mitra, was not satisfied with the flavor, saying it tastes like medicine. She prefers the traditional taste. Limited edition drinks named Y3000 due to its futuristic flavor was released on September 12th. And, and its recipe and packaging were designed by artificial intelligence, according to Coke, no human. A soda maker, the soda maker said it's adopted emerging technologies like AI to drive approaches, more experimentation, and improve speed to market earlier this year. I think they're seeing that this is going to sell. They could say, yo, the AI created this, tested, tasted, and they're going to have people go and run the taster to see what it tastes like. After the sip, the tasters were guessing what the futuristic, futuristic flavor was. One person said, I'm a little bit strawberry and some Allen flavors, maybe a hint of papaya, a little guava, maybe a hint of mango. <laughs> Unbelievable. So I'm not going to keep going here. We got AI soda, y'all. This is, we, we don't hit a whole new pinnacle. I didn't even think of this one. Um, yeah, and lastly, man, you got the collapse of Siemens. You ever heard of Siemens? Not the furniture yeah. store. They've been out of business. Yeah, they call it, they might be called Simmons, but they're called S-I-E-M-E-N-S, Simmons, Siemens. They're German conglomerate. Okay. Man, they produce everything General Electric produces. Jet engines, all that. They they German. Or or Netherlands. They from over there. But either way, 
they they on the verge of collapse, man, because their wind turbines are breaking. Those big wind turbines that's supposed to power the whole world, man, they shit oh, the falling apart. Yeah, the, the big windmills, wind they on. falling apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they're the they're the largest seller of the they they went in heavy and um tried to get that market. They got their windmills all outside of England, all outside of you know, Sweden and all them countries out there. They run on windmills a lot of them. And they're breaking like crazy. So their stock has been tumbling all week, uh, as a result of that. And um they have they have so many orders that they they have to serve well worldwide, but they can't sell this messed up product. So they they're having a huge problem, man. Simmons, they like um Honeywell. They they like that type of company, like the big conglomerate. They do everything. Build power plants. Build like Samsung, not the 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 actual company. They build everything. You know, but that's all the articles mm-hmm. I had this week, Beth. Well, that's what uh, Trump was talking about. He was talking about those windmills and how the birds, you know, get up fly mm-hmm. all in them and mess them up and how they make all that noise and humming noise. And so it was already, uh, they was trying to sell you on something that was already a disaster that wasn't going to work. And the call in yeah. number here, um, family, is uh, 323-642. One five eight six. Push the number one three two three six four two one five eight six. If you have a question, comment, uh, call in. Okay. Um, talk most. Um, so. I just, um, I, I, it's really hard for me to listen to the news because I know that we're dealing with propaganda and I just don't want to hear the propaganda. And it's being revealed. People are starting to come out of that slumber sleep. Uh, CNN, CNN is showing you that. And, and I, you know, I was looking at some articles, and I'm reading the article, and the article saying one thing, and I'm looking at the video, and it's totally different uh, than what the article was saying. For instance, when Trump uh, came out of the courtroom and was talking about the judge and the, and the court clerk. And, I mean, they just, they act like you don't have no eyes. They act like you can't look at at the uh, video and see what they say for yourself, and and just like the uh, attorney that ju- that Trump had, they kept saying she pleaded she guilty she pleaded guilty. Now, if you don't take your time to really read and research, you you would have think that she was she really you wouldn't have knew that it was a misdemeanor. Yeah, I know. Misdemeanor. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know. And they explain it to you what's happening. They they explain it something different than what you've seen, but yeah. you're watching it. 
And you're like, well, yeah. that's not what I'm seeing, but they're explaining it to me, so I must be seeing it wrong. So you just go along right. with them. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's the propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. Now I got this song, Ethiopian, but it might be a repeat. They, they they own the store up the street from me, so I go to the store. And um, now they, they Muslims and stuff, you know, so I, I just look at the television, and she stay with the CNN on all day. See, anything they put on there, so I just said, let me test her a little bit. I said, man, it's a shame what they're doing to those Palestinian people. You mean it's a shame what they did to the Israeli people? So damn, yo, they got you. They got us. <laughs> you watch that shit all day. That's how you think, right? You you don't see those people as you don't see their plight, even though you're you're closer to them people than you'll ever be to white people. But you don't see that what they what they're doing to them is wrong. Without it's the same thing like when you try to say something bad about biting to 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 people and their reaction isn't to confront what you said about Biden. Their initial thing is to strictly start attacking Trump. You see it but but yeah. that's not we're not even talking about him. We're talking about Biden. Yeah, but if he was there, he you don't have no defense, right? You're gonna go it, it's a programming and I I've noticed it. And um yeah it doesn't surprise me it works on the foreigners. But man, I was like, man, you've been here thirty here. years and you still think like you just got here. You know what I'm saying? You really but think these people are good. It works on people yeah. that's from here. I got family members that you uh try to tell them they you could tell the ones that's programmed because they gonna repeat exactly what the the news say, and then when you try to tell them, they get angry, they get upset, they you know, and then when you ask them, okay, well, why you think that? Tell me why. They can never tell you why. All they can do is repeat what the news was saying or what the headlines said. That's how you know the programming. Mm-hmm. The programming is excellent because they're all on it. I don't, mm-hmm. and you know what surprises me? They see what this dude is doing. The president, I don't even, uh, Mr. Magoo is what I call him. They see what Mr. Magoo is mm-hmm. doing, and they don't have no problem with it. Like, I, I don't get it. This guy's a bumbling idiot, and and they they, they support they, him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they don't. They, they just. It's like like I always say. It's like hypnotized. They just going along with what they say. They're not taking the time to look up themselves. So they just repeating like a parrot. We in trouble. Oh. We in big trouble. Oh. We in big Hey, believe me, we in big trouble. Look, we going becoming a communist country so fast. People are not paying attention. It's like they got a veil over their eyes. They can't see. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why mm-hmm. they can't see it. Everything is screwed up. Gasoline is too much. Your, your groceries is too much. Everything is going up. And you talking about Bidenomics is, is 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 improving our lives. You even got Democrats to get there and say the president's doing a great job. I'm like, what? Yeah, need to get rid of them too. Every, every Democrat that gets up and says this dude's doing a state, nobody should be voting for them people. Nobody. I don't vote though. I'm just saying. I refuse to vote for the clown. What uh, what do y'all think about Mike Johnson and that and the move that they made with him? Well, he's supposed to be a, a, a constitutional expert, though. 
the first thing I saw from him today was they want him to apologize to the LGBT community and he, uh, for a statement he made. He told them, man, read the Bible. And he kept walking. So I said, oh, I like this guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like this I, guy. I didn't know who he who he, who he was at first, but then when I went like last night and checked him, uh, uh, after Doctor X talked about it, I was like, I've been watching him in the hearings. You know, when the Congress has been questioning them, the head people. Oh, he's sharp. He's on it. I just never knew his name. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be a constitutional expert. They say he's really honest. Last time, the first time I heard of a constitutional expert, his name was Barack Obama. Uh, it's right. Made up, man. This whole thing was made up. He like, he like right out of a, a daggone TV script. Cat comes out of nowhere. He becomes, he, he speaks at the Democratic Convention. Nobody knows who he is. How did he even get that? How did he even get that position? Who who gave that to him? He, you, know, you know who I blame, right? You know who I blame. Yeah, hey, I know you're gonna say Chicago. I know you're gonna say Chicago. <laughs> it's all y'all fault, man. Y'all did it for us, man. Y'all did it. <laughs> hey, look, I've seen so many things. Look, I'm not. I have to say that's why I stopped voting. I voted for him both times, and he didn't do nothing. What he did do, he, he brought in this LGBTQ junk. He's the one who gave him a month. All the years that, like, this is what this is another thing that kills me. All the years that they've been doing bad things to melanated people in our country, because this is our country. There was no Europeans here. When they came here, the only people were here, the people would look like you and me. All of these years, we didn't went to Jim Crow. We went to all kind of racial problems. Couldn't, couldn't go to the store here. Couldn't live over here. Redlining, all kind of stuff. Here you go. You got a, a bunch of people who choose to be what they want to be. You want, if you want to be you're a man and you say you're a girl, it's all right. But people who, who are born a certain way, who've been mistreated, and they, remember when I say mistreated, they brought millions of foreign people from other lands over here and put them on top of the people of the land. And I got a problem with that because we the people of the land. But they treat us, they still, some of us are doing well, but a lot of us are not. But we should all be doing, see, that's almost like the Palestine-Israel uh, conflict. You got a bunch of organizers who come from another people's land. Now, they, they all talk about anti-Semitism. They're not Semitic. They're, they're Europeans. The Palestinians are Semitic, but they're not. But they got the whole thing flipped upside down. That's, that's how, how good it is when you can control the narrative. That's why the media is so, so biased. I haven't seen anybody, anybody who speaks out uh, on a different level than the people that's going along with Israel, they're all automatically demonized. Like you talking about the college professor, he had to, he had to go on a leave of absence because he said some things about, about Israel. Anybody who speaks out against Israel, they demonize it. So people basically are not saying anything. A lot of people still to say anything. And that's, that's that kind of shit because they might come knocking at your door any minute. That's why they make it. In other words... So, in other words, they taking away your freedom of speech. You you, you exactly. can't have an opinion, or you can't say exactly. your opinion. And, and, and it's just as and it's just as much as our fault as it is theirs for going along with it. 
Yes, ma'am. I agree with that. For letting somebody not let you speak your truth. They tried to beat me with that at work a couple of times, you know. Hey, what do you think about mm-hmm. this new Palestine conflict? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying no comment is like giving a comment, right? So you, what I said is, man, it's a terrible situation. That reason means justice. They had justice mm-hmm. in that reason. None of this would happen. They can't say nothing to that. They just better let me go. Because they know that they they ain't never going to be just to them people. So <laughs> so they just going to let that go, bro. They, they ain't going to argue with that, man. White people, and I consider the Jews to be white people, they are not practicing no damn justice nowhere in the world, bro. They, 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 rule, they rule by piracy and, and all types of things like that, man. They not doing that, so that's how I get that, man. Get them to say, you, you, what you do to those type of people is you say something that's going to make them have to say something that they don't want to say. So then they'll just shut up. You know, all of a sudden we start talking about basketball. You know what I'm saying? We want to talk about that anymore. And I don't understand why people, I mean, to me, I mean, that was, that, that was really how they put this in people's head about we all came over here on the slave ship. I mean, they made the movie Roots about it, you know. And, and and you know that these people lie. Why are you believing that stuff? Yeah, there were slaves, but they were indentured slaves. And they and my thing is, this about wow. everybody I knew had land. Their ancestors, their grandparents, great-grandparents had land in the South. How are you going to be a slave and you own land down there? You know, and right. but, but what they were doing was they would give you were an indentured, you know, they, they want, that's how they got the land. They share crops and then they burn the crops down. And so you owe them, you got to give them your land. I mean, it's. I just see why people not seeing it. Well, I guess the hypnoto- the hypnosis, the lie, like they say, you lie long enough, it'll come to truth. Go ahead. Right, you keep saying it long enough, everybody believes it as truth. Right. That, that, right. That's that's how good that's how good propaganda is. That's why propaganda. That, the, mm-hmm. the news we watching every day, complete propaganda when it comes to this, this topic right here. Because they want everybody mm-hmm. to be against Palestine, regardless of what you think, you have to take their narrative or you're wrong. Or yeah. you, 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 you're abetting, you know, somebody who did something savage now. And you think, like, it's like somebody coming to your house and come sit down in your living room three hours ago, about four hours, now it's eight hours, and they say they're not leaving. It's time to go. Oh, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to live right here with you. We're going to live here in peace, brother. No, you're getting mm-hmm. up out of here. And, and that's all Palestinians so, Just imagine being locked down in your own land for 40-some years by people that's from another country, and then they play. No, nah, that's country. some stuff that that's some stuff a chick would do, bro. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. Oh, no, but, yeah, like, yeah, even the landlords, right, because... When you want to kick someone out your house, they ain't pay you rent for a few months. You, know, you, you, you go to court, they say, yo, they got to stay for another three months because you can't just kick them, at least in New York. 
I mean, it's like a six-month process. Somebody in your house, you still got to keep their water running and everything, and you ain't getting no rent from them, but being that they got the law on their side, they can stay. You know what I'm saying? Man. <clears throat> hey, look, a lot of young men going to die behind this nonsense, man. That, that's That's my thing, too. Like, when you got people playing crap with other people's lives, like, hey, snake eyes, you're dead. You know what I'm saying? Now, we're getting in a war, being involved in a war that got nothing to really to do with us. But we financing the war, and we're going to even send bodies to the war to be pawns in the game. That's where I got a problem. Now, all the people that's pushing this war, they're not going to go out there and be in front of them bullets and bombs. And, and just think, they done brought so many people over that border they don't know who the hell is walking around in America right now. Talking about they're going to turn them out in the wintertime in cities like Chicago, New York City. All these cities that be cold as heck in the wintertime. What do you think is going to happen? It's going to be straight to <laughs> Goodness. They're going to be That's trying to break cold. in your house to get warm. Man. Oh, <laughs> and then call. if you shoot them, you got to go to jail. <laughs> That's what you want to do. If you shoot them in your house, you got to go to jail. So, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? In your house. Like, they could be, they could be, uh, <laughs> they could be on top of your kid or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you shoot them, you, oh, you shouldn't have had the gun. Unbelievable, bro. You know, they totally. A psychologist say today, the guy who did, who shot the 18 people, it was a, a, a military dude there. He said, look, man, this guy was a crazy with a gun. He he was going to find a way to do this no matter what, how he did it. And he, and he kind of mentioned um, McVay, the guy who, who blew up 250 people with a truck full of uh, manure. Mm-hmm. It, it makes sense. If, somebody, if somebody's a murderer, they'll murder you with a baseball bat. It doesn't matter. That's why he should have still been in the matter. army. That's why he should have still been in the army. Well, he was he a reservist. He was active army. He was a reservist. He was a weekend warrior. Should have been moved up to the front line. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I guess that. I guess that's where you should send a bunch of crazy people. Send them to war if they want to go to war. Hey, we got some place to send you. I still don't like it though, man. It's ridiculous. I, you know, I'm glad I don't have no child that's 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 that age right now because. In one minute, they're probably going to bring the draft back. And, and look, remember, they want to send women now. <laughs> they, they want to send women to the war. I don't know, man. I don't like that either. I got I got daughters. <laughs> oh, I can't. Nah, I'm with that all the way, brother. Nah, not end of either, feminism. Man. Feminism will end overnight. It'll be <laughs> over. Y'all want equality. Go ahead. Let's see how y'all do over there. Oh, no, we don't want to go. Okay. Yeah, you'll see a, a big difference, man. But, you know, in Israel, this, that's why I don't really look bad at, like, what Hamas did was wrong. And I, I condemn terrorist attacks. I just don't believe it. But even if they did do this, all those people in Israel are trained soldiers. All of them, the women, the men, they all served in the military over there. It's not like over here. There ain't no innocent people there. They all prepare for war, and they, as children, like, they, they know that this day is coming. So, you know, we got to prepare for it. So everyone in their country is a soldier. You know what I'm saying? So they beat up and killed some soldiers. You know what I'm saying? That's what I see. 
Well, you know what? A lot of those European countries like Sweden, those countries, everybody in the country is issued a weapon by the government, and they're taught to use the weapon. They have to go qualify, I think, once or twice a year. And uh, so, hey, that's how America should be. Remember, if you go to a nation that everybody's armed, you're going you're gonna to respect those people. I don't care who you are. You know, everybody's got guns, and the government gave it to them. So and that's how America, we that land of the free, the home of the brave, everybody should be empowered to protect themselves. When something happens, it's never a policeman around. I mean, unless you're lucky, but most of the time when things happen, there's no policeman around. You're on your own. You protect yourself. When you're moving through these streets, you're protecting yourself. Ain't nobody there to protect you. And 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 when you look inside the bathroom, don't that that symbol inside of it is is what the medical industry use the medicine. You talking about the caduceus what? The serpent intertwined on, on the staff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, the caduceus, yeah. And, 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 and one hand is up, one hand yeah. is down. Right, right. And on the inside of yeah. the stomach, yeah, it's got that. That's the yeah. pharmaceutical. And look what, yeah. you know, they're the one that's part of this, major part of this. Look yeah. what they you did with pharmacy. the epidemic. Pharmacy mm-hmm. means witchcraft. When you say pharmacy, that means witchcraft. That's why mm-hmm. I don't take medicine. <laughs> experiment on you and look just remember it's the only industry they don't they don't make money by getting you well they make money by keeping you sick and that's what the whole epidemic is about look what they did they put the germ out there now look at all this money they gonna make while people sick now they got to come back and try to heal people well not heal but get people well it's, big, it's all about the money. Yeah, with the drugs. And, yeah, you're going to have casualty. You're going to lose some lives here. But look at the money that they're making. But, but just look, the more the more medicine that you take, the sicker you get. That's what usually keeps our right. minds with those older people. They, they get this dementia because all these different metals and all this medicine, the body wasn't made to process all those different things. Your body is holistic. You need, well, you need watermelon with seeds, lemon with seeds, grapes with seeds. Everything that's supposed to have seeds, they've taken the seeds out of them. So you eat things that can't even replicate themselves. How are they going to make you well? Because that's what you do. Your body heals itself. Cut your hand and and watch watch it heal itself up. And if you want to speed it up, throw some, some natural honey on there. It, it, it'll hit mm-hmm. Yeah. It right up. But they don't tell you things like that. They want to give you pharmaceuticals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Take that. Hey, look, I used to argue with my, my, my ex-wife about giving my son. He, he got a headache. She want to give him up. Don't give it. Take Tylenol. Don't give him that. They finding out that that stuff is bad for you. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Some people you can't tell nothing. Look, let him go lay down. Give him a hot, put a hot towel on his head. Let him go lay down. He'll be all right. A lot of time you get them headaches too because you're not getting enough blood flowing up to the to the dome for whatever reason. 
Mm-hmm. People so think migraine. I used I used to have this job, and they had a um. Well, even when I was at the hospital, right? Because I would go to the room, lock the door, take one of my breaks. You know, I'm gonna take my little nap. And I hook myself up to the oxygen machine. Go to sleep, man. You know what I'm saying? But I had a job. We had a little oxygen machine, and I would get these bad migraines, man. I would go in that room, little office, lock the door, bring that oxygen machine in there with me, put the oxygen that would on. Yo, it would go away instantly. It was like, yo, that's what it was like. I wasn't getting no air to the brain. It was, it was like that. You sit to your red blood cells needed the oxygen. Yeah, it got like. 20 minutes, yo, your headache is gone. You know what I'm saying? But it, and it makes you sleepy, too. I got to go right to sleep, man. And, um, man, in the hospital, that was some of the best sleep ever, man. Hooked up to the oxygen machine, man. I'm supposed to sleep for one hour. I'll be sleeping for three, four hours. You're like, I done did nothing this shift. Damn. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get up and start doing something. You know, but, yeah, man, that, that would be some um, good sleep. It, it helped your headaches, man. I think that's why Michael Jackson used to sleep in the oxygen chamber. Oh, he sure did, didn't he? They laughed at him, too. Yeah, because, you know, you and all that extra air, because, you know, at one time the earth was much larger. And obviously, if the stories are true, let's go with the science that they tell us. Big ass lizards walking around here. You only can have big, bigger things. If you have a lot more oxygen in the air, you know what I'm saying? Oxygen makes things grow. So if, if let's just say that they had the pure oxygen from the earth that was here a million years ago, we would all probably be like six, seven, eight feet tall. You know what I'm saying? Because everything would be bigger, you know, but um, we where we at. Now it's the oxygen. Everything's bigger because the GMO's. If you go look at your, when you buy your vegetables, look at the vegetables that's organic and look at the one that's GMO and whatnot, and modified, you know, and genetically modified. All of that stuff is way bigger than, than an organically grown one. Like I was looking at these onions. They had on onions, was red onions, they was huge, GMO. The, the, the organic ones, they was kind of small compared to them big GMO. Even the, uh, well, another thing is price comparison. I was, it was killing me because, man, a, a little organic cucumber is like a dollar sixty-six. The daggone GMO cucumbers, which is huge, sixty-six cents a cucumber. I eat a lot of salad, so I'd be tripping about that. Everything that's, that's organic costs way more than the stuff that's GMO. And I heard that um, Bragg's—I don't know if you know—Bragg's apple cider uh, vinegar. Now they say Gates is selling them the apples. Now, if Gates is selling them the, the apples, I don't want no more Bragg's apple cider vinegar. Because he, you know, Gates, his stuff going to be GMO just like Monsanto. Monsanto, man, another corporation that, man, feeds people stuff that's banned in other countries. But, and that's another thing. A lot, most of our food over here is banned in Europe. They, won't even, they don't even accept it. Won't eat none of the stuff we're making over here. Being in Canada. Yeah, well, overseas. That's overseas. Basically, that's a foreign land compared to America. Right above us. They don't pay that They don't let them right. Feed them right. They, they don't, don't pick out do milk. And when, when I go to Canada, 
Uh, you can taste the difference. It's a it's a difference in the food. You eat a McDonald's here and eat a McDonald's over there, it tastes different. All the additives. I love I'm gonna go to Canada and get a Big Mac, man. You know <laughs> I don't even eat that stuff. <laughs> it's funny you say. I told oh, my yeah. daughter today. She told me she feed her boys. She got three little boys, man. Some handsome little boys. Uh, and she, uh, I said, I, I know y'all don't eat no McDonald's. Uh, oh, yeah, Dad, I give them, you just don't give them no McDonald's. They don't McDonald's listen. Like They're not going to listen. 15, 20 years, I don't eat that crap in yeah. McDonald's. It'll kill you. Plus, they, well, mm-hmm. I don't want to say, I don't, I don't want, because I don't want no lawsuits, but some of the things <laughs> I read this with McDonald's food is just ridiculous, boy. You, you wouldn't so eat this lady at my job, years. she went to London. She, she from London. And she went home, and she came back, and she bought this big bag of candy. So she gave it to me, and I was like, you went to London, and you bought me back some Snickers and Twix? <laughs> it tasted different. So I cracked it open. I was like, oh, shit, this is a total different taste than our candy bars, you know. Mm-hmm. And she made some Cadbury and all that stuff. But they use real cocoa. I didn't know all these years Hershey's and Mars. They using a uh, sugar cocoa. It's more sugar than cocoa and milk, and the brown flavoring and brown coloring and stuff. But it's no, they use died. real chocolate you over died. there, I and mean, you can taste the difference. It's like a whole another experience. Like oh man, tastes like it did when when I was a little kid. Like oh, this is how this used to taste. That's how it used to melt, like back in the day. It used to melt differently and everything. Yeah. And I don't eat milk chocolate. You should eat dark chocolate. I don't eat the milk chocolate. Yeah, it's too good. I know, but it's wars. Most of your food is made by eugenicists. They got a plan to get you off the land quietly. They let you kill yourself by putting that food in your mouth, in your little kid's mouth. That's where I, that's where I got it. And you're right. People don't people don't listen to you when you tell them the food is bad. They think you're crazy. What are you talking about? All your corn is is modified. <laughs> and I love corn on the cob, but man, since I know that it's all modified, they spread some of the stuff they spread on our food. The farmers can't go in the field for like five days after they spray that stuff out there. And then they wear suits when they spray this stuff. Cover their face up. Yeah. And we eat yeah. this stuff. And when you eat corn, it don't even break down. You can see it in your stool. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes man. They come back like it's like it going. <laughs> it sure does. Yeah. It don't float either. They use that, they use that <laughs> chemical that's in Roundup. You yeah. got to spray it. Even when you spray it in your yard, you're supposed to have gloves on when you spray it. And people mm-hmm. get on your hands. And um, if you miss the weed and get some of your grass, it's going to be a big brown spot there tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? It, it's super strong. It's Roundup. It's called Monsanto. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's what they got there right now, too. They got a big loss. So they created, they created the seeds that the, that stuff doesn't kill. Doesn't kill these seeds. So that's what they splice all the food with those. So now you don't need people to go and pick the weeds out, right? You could just drop 
a helicopter with Roundup in it, drop it on top of your field. It's not going to kill your crops because they're made from them. And um, it's going to kill all the weeds and stuff. So you don't have to hire people to do that shit no more. You know what I mean? And it's it's, it's killing people because hey, it makes you gay. Hey, look, that dandelion, that dandelion that you're killing is probably one of the best medicines for your heart. The roots are good and the flower tops are good. And that's what they put that Monsanto mess on. But those 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 yellow and flowers I, are some of the best things you can get, man. The, be, the best, the yeah, best. Yeah. Man. And and, and I that. see and I see people running to Whole Foods, spending all that extra money, thinking that they getting Whole Food and don't know Monsanto mm-hmm. own that. Yep, I swear. I swear. Hey, hey, you right on point on that one. They don't, man. Bill Gates, hey, that these boys have pulled a coup de town on the food, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you knew when Amazon bought Whole Foods that it was a wrap. You know what I'm saying for that. Amazon have Whole Foods now. Yeah, they own. They bought it like ten years ago. They bought Whole Foods for fifteen billion dollars, and that's why all the so Whole Foods got an Amazon Dropbox in it. So didn't Monsanto own it at one time? Yeah, Monsanto owned it. I remember you. Yes, they did. Okay, I, maybe I they remember owned it. They, maybe had they owned it before. Before, they did. Before Bezos. Amazon. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They did. Because I other, remember when they took it out. Mm-hmm. Other German conglomerate, which is the biggest food company in the country, is called Aldi. And um, Aldi. Yeah, Aldi, A L D I, and they got a. Oh um, yeah, we had those here. Mm-hmm. And they got a subsidy called Trader Joe's, but that's yeah, yeah that's Joe's a German company. Too. That's owned by Monsanto's competitor Syngenta, which is mm-hmm. the same Monsanto in Germany. It's the same thing. They sell the same stuff. It's just under a different label, you know. It's called Syngenta, and they also they also own um Ivy Farben and um. And um, Bayer, it's one thing that they own all gas. that. I'd be father made the poison gas. Mm-hmm. Yep. And 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 people and people just think that they go into these these uh super these stores thinking they're getting healthy food, and you walking right into the trap. Hey, look! I used to run to that dead on Whole Food till till Monsanto turned up in that joint. I stopped going there then. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Yeah, and look, That's I remember I quit going it was a store out in Evanston that I used to go to, a health food store. Whole Food was on the corner. This was a little like mom and pop. Uh, I can't think of the name of that chain, but but Whole Food bought them out. They was killing Whole Food. Everything in the store was organic. Everything and the prices was fair. They was man. I used to go all the way from work, go down there, go the other way away from my house because I live I live about like an hour away. I go into Edison to go down to this place. I, I, I can't think of the name of this place, but Whole Foods bought them out. And then when I came back, the Whole Foods got their brand on there now. Everything was different because I'm saying everything in the whole store was organic. Now some of it's organic, some of it's not. And the mm-hmm. prices on everything went up because one thing, Whole Foods is expensive. Mm-hmm. Expensive. This, this store yeah. was... I, what is the name of this chain? Because I used to go there all the time. Man, I, I load up. And just remember, too. 
So we we, we got to get into uh, growing our own food or having some kind of food co-op or something like that. Because that's yeah. what they're doing here. They they uh, have a farm. They just they build in the supermarket now that the food coming from the farm, they're putting it in the supermarket. Well, that's great. And they're a supermarket, yeah, who have to do more of that. And then we have people that uh, have a lot on the block, a vacant lot, and so the block all pitch in, and they farm in that lot, and they eat off of that cool. lot. Oh, that's yeah, funny. that's what you got to do. There's no sense in complaining about what these people are doing. You have to have a result. You know, you got to resist and and change it. You don't have to eat that food. Uh, I basically only eat organic stuff. Lately, I've been eating. I had, I had, I had bites in the day. I had, <laughs> I had organic bites okay. with a. Uh, Noodles. I made I made noodles and I made my own. I took my tomatoes and stewed them down. Organic tomatoes, green peppers, onions, and garlic, and stewed it down. I put me a little cane sugar in there to you know to get that just just right taste where it's not you know because you 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 know like ketchup when you make tomatoes and you boil them down they don't have a the sweet at all but man a little cane sugar in there man that stuff is so good. And then I I, I threw some cheese in there some. Four, four Mexican cheeses, man, threw that on there, man. That was, that was excellent. <laughs> I'll stop eating anything from mm-hmm. restaurants. But this has been a while now. This is, uh, I guess it's like my third month or fourth month. I cook my own food. I used to do that Popeye's thing. I don't eat, no, I don't eat nothing in the mm-hmm. food. I cook all my own food. Mm-hmm. I cook all my stuff myself. Mm-hmm. All that from scratch. Yeah, I make my own gotcha. gravy from scratch, everything. want to live... Hey, I, I, well, I ain't gonna say I want to live forever, but I want a quality of life. You know what I'm saying? I see. Mm-hmm. I have family members. One of them was taking ten medicine. He's on. I, I told him too, man. My sister argued with me. What's she gonna do? The doctor come say, man, the doctor tell you to jump off a building. You ain't gonna jump on you. You can't take all that medicine. Taking ten pills. You can't do nothing but die. How, how your body gonna? Body's strong, but it's not that strong. You got you you got invaders into your body, into the temple, really. You're profaning the temple with all them outside aliens. I don't know. Well, Tuck uh, I don't see any hands raised. Uh, I got to get used to the new day. But, um, mm-hmm. Bev, it's always a pleasure. <laughs> Hopefully I gave people information that they, they didn't know. And um, mm-hmm. Brother Brad, thanks a million. Coming on this evening has been a good conversation, brother. No, no problem. Thank you. I enjoyed it, man. Yeah. All right, so we'll be back next Friday, uh, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Thank both of y'all. Thank the listeners for listening. Better love. Better love. Peace and love, yo. Peace, peace. Bang! What you looking for? The same thing. It's a new thing. Check out this. I bring all the rope below the level because I'm living low next to the base. Come on! Turn up the radio. They're claiming I'm a criminal. But now I wonder how. Some people never know. The enemy could be the friend guardian. I'm now a hooligan. I rock the party and clear all the madness. I'm not a racist priest to teach the all. Because they never had this. Number one, now 
wanna run about the gun I wasn't licensed to have one The minute they see me, fear me I'm the epitome of public enemy Use abuse without clues I refuse to blow a fuse They even had it on the news Don't believe the hype Jam. So here it is again, another death jam But since I gave you all a little something that I knew you lacked They still consider me a new jack All the critics you can hang on my hold the rope But they hope to the Pope and pray it ain't dope The follow-up Farrakhan Don't tell me that you understand until you hear the man The book up the new school rap game Writers treat me like Coltrane, insane Yes to them, but to me, I'm a different kind We're brothers on the same mind, unblind Caught in the middle end, not surrendering I don't rhyme for the sake of riddling So claim that I'm a smuggler Some say I never heard of ya A rap burglar False media We don't need it, do we? It's fake, that's what it be to you, dig me? Yo, Terminator X Step up on the stand and show these people what time it is, boy As an equal, can I get this through to you? My 98 booming with a trunk of funk. All the jealous punk can't stop the dunk. Coming from the school of hard knocks. Some perpetrate, they drink Clorox, attack the black because I know they lack exact. The cold facts, and still they try to Xerox. The leader of the new school, uncool. Never played the fool, just made the rules. Remember, there's a need to get alarmed. Again, I said I was a time bomb. In the daytime, radio scared of me, cause I'm mad, plus I'm the enemy. They can't come on and play me in prime time, cause I know the time, so stop getting mine. I get on the mix late in the night, they know I'm living right, so here goes the mic sight. Before I let it go, don't rush my show, you try to reach and grab and get elbow. Word to her, yo, if you can't swing this, learn the words. You might sing this, just a little bit of the taste of the bass for you. As you get up and dance at the LQ, with some denied to fight, I swing bolos. Then they clear the lane, I go solo. The meaning of all the that the media is the whack. As you believe it's true, it blows me through the roof. Suckers, liars, give me a shovel. Some writers I know are damn devils. From them I say don't believe the hype. Yo, Chuck, it must be on the pipe, right? Depends and pads I set, cause I've had it. I'm not an addict, fiend, if we're static. I see the tape recorder and I grab it. No, you can't have it back, silly rabbit. I'm going to my media assassin, Harry Allen. I gotta ask him. Yo, Harry, you're a writer. Are we that tight? Don't believe the hype. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yo, the megas got them going up to see. 
Easy Cotton Turk like a jerk and they out of work. Let me tell y'all all something, man. A lot of people on daytime radio are scared of us because they too ignorant to understand the lyrics of the truth that we pumping into them clogs that brain cells that just fun under them wooden skulls they call caps. You know what I'm saying? But the S ones are straightening it out quick, fast, in a hurry. Don't worry. Flavor vision ain't blurry. You know what I'm saying? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.